Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. You either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it only necessary. Uh, you know, I'm Menti. And then over there's Moshko. <laughs> Can I bro. kick it, bro? Yes, bro. Absolutely, bro. And then Baby Huey, bro. What's going on, bro? What's up, bro? What's going on, bro? Wow. Uh, you might be wondering why we're saying bro. Why we're saying bro so much. And that, that's because we're doing a Hawkeye breakdown, and that will make sense at some point. Eventually. <laughs> it's it's going to take a while for that to make sense, but bro, that'll make sense, bro. I thought we were doing <laughs> Batman today. Batman? Wasn't, wasn't that on the... No? Batman. Way off. Batman, you say? <laughs> Oh no! Wait, are you saying like isn't is it what tomorrow's Batman Day? Yes, tomorrow's Batman Day. That. Yeah, no, <laughs> maybe next week, but no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. As much as uh, as Corbin might be upset that uh, Hawkeye takes precedent over Batman, Hawkeye takes precedent over Batman. <laughs> <laughs> At least when he's got his own TV show coming out, that's why. <laughs> so with uh, with algorithms galore going nuts for Hawkeye stuff, we figured the best thing we should do is a little Hawkeye breakdown because the origin of Hawkeye is somewhat muddied in the MCU. So we can go over comic origin, maybe the Ultimates origin, as well as how it plays towards the show and where we think it's going to go. Bro? Sounds good, bro. <laughs> Come All on, bro. Right, bro. All right, bro. All right, bro. 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 All right. So, first off, let's just talk Hawkeye's origin for a second, because Hawkeye's origin, he's an old, old character uh, that was created by Stan Lee, um, and I forget who the artist was at that time, but uh, who was it? I think I actually had it. It was Stan Lee and Don Heck, um, but he uh, he dates back to the 60s, so he's an old, old character, and he quite literally is a ripoff of the Green Arrow, so let's just get that part out of the way first. Uh, Green Arrow's popularity kind of waxed and waned for a little bit, but when Green Arrow got really popular because of the Green Arrow Green Lantern book, the the Dennis O'Neill or Denny O'Neill, um, and um, who's the dude I always run into the bathrooms? Kevin at Smith. Comic Con. No, I run into <laughs> the same dude at the bathroom every. The hell's That's his me. name? <laughs> what was his name? Oh, he does. He did Batman. Uh, oh, this is gonna kill me. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna come back to that. Uh, oh, baby Huey's on here. While I'm doing this breakdown, baby Huey, look up, look up Denny O'Neill, uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and tell me who the I artist was. You're gonna tell me look up, look up who you run into the bathroom. <laughs> you can try. It's happened often enough. I've who run does every time I look. Every time I say that dude's name, he shows up, and it tends to be near the bathroom every time. Um, Hopefully, he's anyway. not behind you right now. That would be so weird. It would be so weird. <laughs> I would get so many autographs. Shoulder. You know how many autographs I would get? Because he'd go 20 bucks and I'd go, not my home. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so going back into uh, Hawkeye's origin, because 
Green Arrow started getting more popular um, with the uh, that run where they took things a lot more grounded, where they were talking about things like social issues, race relations. They were talking about things, uh, drug and alcohol abuse. That's with uh, Arsenal or um, Neil yeah. Adams. Neil Adams. I can't believe I forgot Neil Adams. Uh, especially after <laughs> I just made that whole thing about Corbin. Corbin's going to be pissed when he hears this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Neil Adams, I run into him on the bathroom all the time. Every time we do a con, I always like, if you whisper his name, he just ends up waiting in line for the bathroom near you, regardless on how close the bathroom actually is. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, going back into uh, to Hawkeye. So Marvel wanted to create a a hero without powers, very similar to uh, the Green Arrow, especially because of that, the, that character's popularity. And at the time, the Marvel landscape was just, it was all super-powered individuals. So they created Hawkeye, who originally showed up as a, a, he's a villain, but he didn't really want to be a villain. So he was this great marksman while Tony Stark was taking a date to a, um, uh, a uh, circus. And he was this marksman they were watching. All of a sudden, there was uh, some something happens to one of the rides. It starts to malfunction, and then Iron Man puts on his suit and goes and saves the day. And, it, and good old ego-hurt Hawkeye was all mad that everyone was paying attention to Iron Man saving people and not watching him shoot. I think he was shooting balloons. <laughs> with his, so he was like, well, fine. If they want a costume hero, I'll give him one. And he, he makes his own costume and he goes to be a superhero. And he goes to uh, to stop some jewels, some uh, jewelry heist. And he does. He stops the, the heist in progress. But the bad guys get away and he stops to look at the jewels when the police show up. So the police assume that he's a villain and boom, now he's a villain. And that's really all it took, especially on early 60s comics. Uh, and then back then, Black Widow was also a double agent, so she was mostly a villain. She kind of gets into Hawkeye's head. Hawkeye and her team up to try and take out Iron Man, because back then, an Iron Man's secret identity was still a thing. Um, and Iron Man was the bodyguard of Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Even, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much how that goes. And that goes for a while, because they didn't want to keep Hawkeye around at first. So him and Black Widow kind of just disappear for a little bit. They eventually come back when... It wasn't Tales, uh, Tales to Astonish. Was no, not Tales to Astonish. Tales of Suspense. Which one was it? Tales of something. Check. I think it's Tales of Suspense. Anyway, while he checks on that, pretty sure it's Tales of Suspense. Um, but they eventually come back, and Hawkeye's popularity starts to go a lot higher because he's this. Because it's the Batman effect. Him not having real powers makes him a lot more uh, popular, and because Tales of Suspense. Tells of suspense. Cool. Yep. So eventually he gets rolled over to the Avengers because he's popular enough. Um, and then when he's on the Avengers, he has kind of that that uh, green or uh, Green Lantern. Um, what can't think of his name? Gardner. Guy Gardner. Gardner's, Guy Gardner. Guy. See how guys uh, was popular on the the uh, European Justice League or Justice League Europe or. I think that was Justice League Europe. Just sleep anyway, Europe, yeah. remember when the one with Batman knocks him out one punch? But everybody liked him because he was a hothead. And that's essentially why everyone started to like Hawkeye, because Hawkeye didn't want to follow uh, Captain America blindly. So because he added a lot of drama to the team, he became even more popular. So much so that they, they even removed him from the team just to play around with the idea of giving him a solo series, and they never actually did. Um, but yeah, so that then moves... Skip ahead because not. I mean, he gets married to to uh, Mockingbird, and a lot of nonsense happens. But Mock, Ing, no, 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 bird, bird, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, bro, <laughs> bro. 
Um, all right, so heading back into uh, into Hawkeye, he wasn't considered a very important character because you know he's the guy with no powers on the Avengers. So you know he didn't as much as people liked him and they had to do stuff with him. Actually, here here's a fun point. One of the one of the points because again they didn't know what to do with him. Uh, some a new writer took over the bo- uh, over Avengers and decided to make him Goliath because. Again, they didn't know what to do with the oh, non-powered person. So Hank Pym gives up, you know, figures out to be Goliath, gives up the uh, the idea of it. He breaks his bow, and because he breaks his bow, Captain America is like, "You can't come with us on a mission to save Black Widow." So he was like, "All right, screw it." Takes the takes the Goliath costume, that stupid bar across the chest, the metal bar uh, with it with the midriff. Um, you tell I'm telling you, man. Go look up go look up Hawkeye Goliath, and you're gonna go. Pool. <laughs> okay, um, but anyway, he then becomes Goliath for a while, and and as Goliath, he does. He there's no bow and arrow in, involved. He just literally gets really big. But during that time, he was fighting people like Ultron. So I mean, I guess it, it made sense. Eventually, he went back to using the bow and arrow, and then let's skip all the way ahead to when he dies in uh, Avengers Disassembled. So when Joe Casada took over. Marvel, one of his big things was to uh, remove the amount of characters because he always believed that there was too many characters and not, a, not enough character development. So they wanted to get, that's why we got rid of most of the mutants for House of M. Uh, and one of the reasons why the Avengers were removed and then rebuilt. So the first book was Avengers Disassembled, which was part of, which was just kind of the lead up to House of M. Uh, and during that book, Scarlet Witch, uh, who is it, the Kree Army? I believe it's the Kree. Scarlet Witch kind of think you're creates right. yeah. the Kree Army. Uh, and during that time, they're, while they're fighting the Kree, uh, Hawkeye's quiver gets set on fire. And since he's got a, a bunch of explosive arrows, he grabs onto one of the Kree warriors and then flies to the ship and then blows up the ship. <laughs> like he just couldn't take off the quiver and throw the quiver. But OK, so he so he, so he kills himself. But fans were very mad that they killed him. And he was originally supposed to stay dead. Like that was the end of Hawkeye. Uh, but the backlash from fans was so much that during House of M, they wrote him into it and made Scarlet Witch resurrect him at the end. And when he came back, that's when the Ronan persona came around. So that's where how it ties into Endgame. So that's where the Ronan costume. And that's also where Kate Bishop first shows up um, I, while he is Ronan. Um, then move forward, and during this time, by the way, he was also, didn't he go deaf at one point? Yeah, he went deaf in the earlier Avengers books, then he gets his hearing back, and then he goes deaf again later on, but that's also during the, the creme de la creme of Hawkeye books, which is the show's gonna, I completely think the show's gonna be based on, which is the Matt Fraction, uh, what, David Aja book? And David Aja, I think, gets doesn't get enough credit for why that book is so great. So first off, the Matt Fraction book is, if you've ever seen a Hawkeye book where the art looks very weird, that is the, that's David Aja. When he did, uh, he was, he used a lot more panels to slow everything down. Uh, as well as change the way that different characters communicate. So there are several books, like when Hawkeye's losing his hearing, that the entire book is in sign language, where it would just be panels of hands making the hmm. uh, making the the words and such. Uh, hmm. But it still made sense on context. There was even uh, Pizza Dog, which is going to make his MCU appearance. I'm very excited. Lucky the Pizza Dog. Uh, and maybe even Lucky 2, which would be very sad, but I bet you Lucky 2 <laughs> is, 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 uh, is the thing that happens. Um, but the entire book is told from the perspective of the dog, 
who how the dog sees and understands things. It's a whole mystery that the dog has to solve. Um, but like how <laughs> oh the do- how they do the 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 language of the dog based on scent, based on hearing, and how the dog pieces things together is brilliant. Uh, but one of the other things that's brilliant is that they didn't use a lot of color. So when you look at a page from the David Aja books, they all focus on a very particular color that switches as the book goes on to show different emotions. So for example, during that run, Hawkeye is a lot, is very much down on his luck and very much questioning who he is as a hero, especially being on something like the Avengers. So when he's depressed, it's a lot more purple, but then they switch it. And when high action happens, he, his skin tone is like a yellow and his the bo- the rest of the frame is purple where they switch it to the action his skin tone becomes purple and then the action becomes uh red yeah it's very it's very but you never notice it because it's so subtle dude the that book is art that bo- i mean it, i've there's very few comics that get me jazzed on the art to this degree and it's because it's mm-hmm. so unique uh but kate bishop also plays a big role in that and that's also where the villains from the trailer i think are going to come from which is why getting into the point of why we say bro then <laughs> <laughs> that's when eventually the tracksuit mafia comes in bro. The traf- bro. wait the who tracksuit Ma- or not tracksuit mafia tracksuit <laughs> draculas <laughs> the tracksuit mafia i mean i guess it works right kind of works the mafia does use tracksuits, so so the tracksuit Dracula mafia. So the tracksuit Draculas <laughs> all say bro uh, before and after damn near everything that they say. They say bro, and it's my favorite. I hope so much that's in the show. So, uh, Moshko, you pointed it out right. What was the name of the truck in the oh, background? Geez. Uh, something was- Bro Moving Company. Yeah, trust a bro. Saw- Drug, yeah, trust yeah. yeah, trust a bro trust, moving trust company. A, trust a bro moving company. I really hope that that's a thing that stays. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So Matt Fraction's run is Hawkeye get, becomes the owner of a uh, an apartment complex, um, and it's a very very character driven story. But during that book, the tracksuit Draculas with their leader are trying to gain control of of the building. So they're trying to essentially do scare tactics, and Kate Bishop and Hawkeye defend everyone in the building. So it's a very low stakes kind of book, but the drama hmm. between. Okay. Hawkeye and Kate Bishop or Clinton Kate Bishop because she's Hawkeye at that point uh, is outstanding and although he's some somewhat of a mentor to her she's also very much a mentor to him because he is so he's I, I mean depressed might be a good word because the, the book opens with him getting thrashed the, the opening line of the book is okay this looks bad and it's him falling out of a window <laughs> and then he like crashes onto a car and breaks a lot of bones just to show the mortality of this character uh, and most of the book he's in bandages <laughs> so he it, it does not go well for him and that's a, a running gag throughout the okay this doesn't look good because most mm-hmm. of it's an internal monologue but I, I truly truly believe that is the basis of this show is going to be taking the Ultimates version of the character and in the Ultimates version he had a family and then the whole Nick fury thing that we've seen from the movies uh as well as take the matt fraction run and not that he is controlling the building or he he gets he gets control of the apartment complex i'm gonna guess kate bishop lives there or has something to do with the apartment complex Mm -hmm. that the tracksuit draculas are trying to uh get for their boss who we'll talk about in a second yeah I Um, i forget where i i read it um but he was trying to buy the building or he owned the building and then this other guy this Ivan, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's trying to purchase it, I think, or well, there's something Hawkeye, going on there. Hawkeye beats up a bunch of people and then 
purchases the building. Like he forces mm-hmm. them to take so the I, building. Yeah. So I think they're they're there. And that's then... how he. I was. I'm. I'm trying to condense like <laughs> sixty years of comic book character into into this little. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's that is how he comes across the building because he actually gets into. I think it's a poker game. That I didn't see. And he and he beats them all up. And then this is the the 2012 run, correct? I think the Matt Fraction is the apartment complex is Matt Fraction's run, yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye number one 20, from the real, It's got a very, very interesting look to it because it only uses like four or five, maybe four colors for the book. Like the, I'm telling you, as far as the art, it's worth reading the book, even if you don't like Hawkeye, just mm-hmm. to see how David Aja handled the art of that book. And a lot of people tried to emulate it with future stories coming on, and it never really quite worked as well. Uh, but that original run, my God, is it gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think that something's going to happen where Kate Bishop is, is involved with that building and then Hawkeye is in the city with his family and ends up seeing Ronan, right? Somebody taking over the, the, the mantle of Ronan. Mm-hmm. He then runs into him and stops them. She kind of tells him what's going on. And for some reason he feels obligated to stay and help. Uh, which, and that's why he keeps talking to his family, like, I'll be there, I'll be there. So mm-hmm. it becomes this, you know, race against time kind of holiday story where he's right. stuck in this apartment complex trying to defend it from the bros mm-hmm. with uh, with Kate Bishop. And, that's, and I'm I guessing... Guess, I, guess, I guess that's why there's also all these, like, diehard uh, comparisons coming out now. <laughs> yeah. So you can, I, get, I get that. I was going to say, what if, you know, we know Echo will be Ronin as well. What if Echo at the time is working for the tra- tracksuit mafias, the, the tracksuit Draculas? Uh, I mean, you could say that. I don't see why she would. I bet mm-hmm. you she ends as Ronin. I don't think she's going to be introduced as Ronin. Like, we I only see her for a split second in the trailer. Well, you can't because we already know that Kate Bishop and Clint meet while she's trying to be Ronin. Yeah, I, I said before, I, I don't think that's her. In the trailer, we just see the mask being pulled off. We don't see the actual Ronin mask. We see something being pulled off. Interesting. I think she's just dressed up in, in like a black mask trying to stop these mafia guys from uh, from breaking her in her, her building or, or whatever. That's a great bait and switch. It's a great bait and switch because, again, you only see Echo for like two seconds. It's also a Marvel trailer, and we can't believe everything we see yeah, in a Marvel yeah. trailer. <laughs> More than likely, they lied to us at some point in that trailer. Yes, I completely, I completely agree. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and talk about the biggest speculation of this trailer, which is who is running the tracksuit Draculas. Are we talking upper, like high level boss, or just well, the, the? I mean, dude you can talk running. about Ivan, but who cares about Ivan? Like right. Ivan, you're gonna—he's gonna be introduced in the show. You're gonna laugh at him because he's—I mean, because of his henchmen, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden we're gonna see the real villain because that we know that there's a second hidden villain. We know that. I mean, it's, it, it screams Kingpin, a hundred percent. Like especially. Just- not yeah. only did he did didn't didn't Vincent D'Onofrio tweet something recently after the Hawkeye trailer was released that also fueled speculation? I'm pretty sure he did. He there said something. F- yeah, there were a few things we were we were talking about this fight yesterday. Notice how quiet they all got. I mm-hmm. we've said this before on this show, but the the revived Daredevil movement, restored Daredevil or whatever the hell that was called, was pretty big for a while. And you had David Cox spoke up about it. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio had a lot to say about it. And what was her name? Deborah. Deborah something or other. Wall. Deborah Wall. Yep. She she was on it more than anybody else. John Bernthal was like the only one who was like, nah. I think they're <laughs> all coming. 
Uh, John Bernthal would be interesting. I think uh, he... for for Punisher, but he he's been the most coy about it. But the rest of them just shut the hell up when the Disney Plus shows were announced. We and might you see heard him in a... this. Oh, I doubt it. At the I end, maybe at the end as a tease. But I think I think if Kingpin shows up, if Vincent D'Onofrio shows up at the end as the main villain, then that's enough. You don't need to give us more than that. Yep. That that. That cements everything. And plus, let's be honest, Vincent D'Onofrio made Kingpin cool again. Because mm-hmm. Kingpin, I don't know, he was a big oh, AP dude. You didn't like <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan? Michael Clark Duncan was outstanding because he's Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan can do no wrong because, again, it's Michael Clark Duncan. But he didn't make Kingpin fun. It wasn't like I couldn't wait to see more Kingpin after that because he was just generic bad guy Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio just gave such a new level to that character that the idea I mean if I had to rank the Netflix characters as far as their you know their portrayals I might put Vincent D'Onofrio at number one mm-hmm. I think he might be the standout actor and character of all of the shows all of them I like and I, don't get me wrong I really like Charlie Cox's yeah. Daredevil uh, I mean I like Foggy um, whoever that dude is he's great <laughs> uh yeah, he, he changed the way I look at how you're able to use a door in a car, you know, a door jam. <laughs> that's that's that it. was or the most even, brutal thing. Like, that came out of nowhere in that show. But Dude, the idea of staring at a wall hasn't been cool since, what, Blair Witch Project? It was the last <laughs> time somebody cared about someone staring at a wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That dude, that Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio coming back, I think, as Kingpin is more exciting than most of those characters coming back. I would be more excited for that than Charlie Cox's Daredevil and Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which might still happen, but... And it's also very easy for him to film it because he's already in New York filming uh, SVU. Oh, yeah. Or, really? or Law, Law and Order, whatever it is, new, the new Law and Order that he's on. But yeah, <laughs> that's very easy. <laughs> Other than Luke, Luke Cage, uh, which was, who was that, Michael? Michael Coulter, who has Michael- a show... Now, too, I don't know what it's called, but it's another Well, Finn show. Jones and Michael Coulter are the only two that have no rumors associated with them yeah. showing up anywhere. Like, Jessica Jones is rumored to show up in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingpin is rumored to show up in this. We know Spider-Man has Charlie Cox. And then Punisher's been teased, but I don't know where the hell he would yeah. go. Marvel's not letting Jones, like, 10 miles close, like, within 10 miles of any production of, yeah. of their stuff. <laughs> not happening i to be fair i didn't have any issues with finn jones mm-hmm. as an actor i thought his scripts were awful it wasn't until his stunt choreographer yeah. came out and said that he wasn't willing to, to practice or train mm-hmm. uh, or now now those fight scenes make a lot more sense because remember remember they had like the take the taken effect where they like one fight would have like 47 cuts <laughs> and you're like whoa this is disorienting that's what that's what made john wick beautiful don't <laughs> cut got so a lot much. of skills well, according to uh, Michael Coulter's uh, IMDb, he wasn't a show evil, but evil's wrapped up as of this year, so he is kind of free. I like Michael Coulter. I like Michael Coulter quite a bit. I thought he was a good Luke Cage. I liked him as Luke Cage. Here's why I like Luke Cage, and it's a, it's a quick story. Uh, you guys may or may not remember, but remember when I broke my arm? Menti, mm. you probably remember that. I, I was... I, that show came out maybe... A week or two later, and do you recall the when he's in the diner and he breaks the dude's arm? Mm, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, yeah, I I still have like that's one of those things I could watch pretty much anything when people break bones and stuff. It's like <laughs> ah, that's that's crazy. 
But when I saw that, it freaked me out because there I am sitting with, you know, a wound and it broke and yeah. <laughs> to this day, I might, I, I know this is, this is way off topic, but I may have seen Terminator 2 like 150 times. Mm-hmm. Terminator 2 was one of the first action movies I've ever seen, but there's one scene from that movie I still have yet to watch. And that's where the evil T-1000 sticks his finger through the dude's eye. I have such oh. an eye phobia to this day. I've never seen that scene. Even in the first Terminator when he's like digging out the, the fake eye implant. Mm-hmm. Still, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, well, that happened recently. <laughs> and we're going super tangent, but that happened recently in a show where I, I don't, I, they took both their fingers and shoved it right in the, both the eyes. Yep. Oh yeah. It happened in game of Thrones, and, and I almost, well, there's that, my, but oh, recently, buddy. like within the last couple of weeks on a, a show or movie. Hit us up in the comments if you know what that was. I I know what you're talking about. What the hell was that from? Yeah. I know was what you're saying. Was it Walking Dead? It might have been Walking Dead. I don't know. I ooh, I don't know. But that again, eye stuff. I I stuff. Oh, eye stuff. Whew. <laughs> um, it does. It gives me chills even when I think about it. There's there eyes and animals that can beat you, but just barely. <laughs> <laughs> just they, barely. Like for example, for example, like you're a kangaroo. Def- no, no. Well, tank, sure. You're going to definitely lose to like a tiger, right? Yeah. But it won't be like one and done. <laughs> like you're not getting like a T-Rex bite you. It's over. A raptor's going to eat you for while you're live kind of thing. Like, for example, the revenant scene with the bear is hard for me to watch. Mm-hmm. I can't. Or the, the one of the people say is a terrible movie. I love it. Is the gray with the wolves. Oh, yeah. That was the movie ter- terrifies me <laughs> because, again, if a wolf fights you, you're probably going to lose, but it's going to take a while. Like, that's going to be a painful, agonizing death. <laughs> so, yes. I was also attacked by a tiger when I was younger that was toothless <laughs> and arthritic. Wait, wait what? <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> um, all right, I'll, I'll make it. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised that you've never heard I've never story. heard that. Never. I was very, very, very small. My dad's a reporter. Uh, and he was doing a story about a a refuge where lions and tigers were sent uh, when they were abused. Um, so uh, in Michigan, I believe it was Michigan. Uh, anyway, while we were there, they had a liger. So I met a liger. I got to feed a liger. They're gigantic. Uh, but the family had a tiger, the family tiger. And the thing had no no claws and his teeth fell out and it was arthritic. So that's why it was okay to live in the house, Right. So we got to go into the cage and take pictures with it. <laughs> this is but, great. But what I made the mistake is I had breakfast and I spilled bacon or, uh, steak and eggs on my lap. <laughs> and they also said, don't wear open-toed shoes, but I never got that message, so I had sandals. So I smelled like steak and eggs, and I had open, and my, my, my tootsies were out. So, <laughs> so with Your that piggies? Said, I was going to take a, I was going to take a picture with the tiger, and uh, it looks at me, and it looks down at my feet, and then it goes to bite me. And I scream, and I run. He's gumming me to me. death. <laughs> oh, never, it, oh, it chases me, and the, the the person who's supposed to be watching the tiger and my dad are both laughing hysterically. <laughs> they know it can't hurt me. But me being like eight a tiger. <laughs> is assuming I'm going to get eaten by a tiger, and everyone finds it funny. <laughs> so I run over, and I hug my dad because I don't know what the hell else to do because, again, I'm in an enclosure. And it runs up, and it bites me in the leg, and I scream bloody murder because I think I'm going to lose my leg. But all it did was leave a gum mark. So, yeah, that was me getting attacked by a tiger as meant a child. you got gummed to death. But ever since then, movies like The Grey wrecked mm-hmm. me. I can't, like, that kind of stuff, whew. 
it bothers me to know it. Because if that tiger wanted to, he was going to eat me slowly. <laughs> Just slowly well, gum me to death. I mean, at least it didn't happen at a circus. Oh, you trying to bring this back just around? Just to reel us back in, and you know that's what, that's kind of where Clint started and where we started. Um, but what are what? There's so there's some other things. There are some other things where. Uh, oh, did, you didn't talk about his brother. So you had oh, a brother. I didn't know Barney. Yeah. Isn't that his name yeah. Barney? Is that where he got so, the purple from? Um, is that where he got the purple from? I don't think so. Barney. Oh, uh, the big wow. purple so, dinosaur. Wow. So first off, womp womp for how bad that joke was and then shame on me for not getting that joke <laughs> um so barney yeah so going back to the origin again um clint's clint his original origin was just him at a circus with iron man uh it was retconned a little bit later it wasn't really retconned they added to it a little bit later that him and his mm-hmm. uh, that he was an orphan with his brother uh and that they were they sent were sent to multiple homes and it just never was stuck so they both escaped and ran to the circus and that's where trick shot and Swordmaster were the two people that trained mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Uh, Swordmaster turned out to be a villain. Um, uh, uh, and Swordmaster's original costume, I believe, also looked a lot like the original Hawkeye costume. Now, is is that uh, Jack Duquesne? Oh, I don't. Is that I, his name? Dude, to this day, like Features, Features' real name is Adam, but he was introduced to me as Features, and he will always be Features and not Adam. <laughs> well, reason reason why I say that is um, there's... An actor who, where the heck is it? Shoot, I don't know where it went. Um, yeah, Jack Duquesne. So Jack Duquesne is swordsman. Or swordsman. S- or swordsman. Swords. Swords. Swords for 500, Alex. Um, that's another bad one. Uh, but that is uh, Tony Dalton, the actor, is playing Jack Duquesne. Well, if they do a flashback, maybe they do a flashback because uh, when he found out that when Hawkeye found out that he was a bad guy, that Swordsmasters, I thought it was Swordsmaster, but I guess Swordsman was a bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. When he went to to confront and stop him, he one of he took out one of his bodyguards, and the bodyguard turned not bodyguard, his henchman turned out to be Barney, and that's where hey. Barney's rift in him come from. So then Barney leaves. Barney shows back up later in the Matt Fractions run. Oh no, that's not true. He shows up even earlier than that. He also becomes a a he he kind of looks like Red Arrow, like Arsenal a bit, um, mm-hmm. at one point because he does become an archer and he does become a, a pretty hefty villain for Hawkeye. But again, Hawkeye only had but so many solo runs that did not last very long, and he was mostly an Avengers character, which did not take precedent. Because again, how how does Hawkeye how does the Bow and Arrow guy take precedent when you've got Captain America, Thor, <laughs> you know, Scarlet Witch? <laughs> he looks just like Red Arrow, doesn't he? Arsenal, yeah, the costumes like spot on spot on right uh oh, funny thing is one of the reasons why i i, I think this is true tell, you'll have to look it up and tell me if i'm wrong in the comments but i'm i believe when hawkeye left the avengers the first time it was because he had a thing for scarlet witch oh yeah and and scarlet witch <laughs> oh, got yeah. no vision, no vision which, vision didn't was not having it I know this. <laughs> yeah, well, didn't Vision? I thought Vision. I thought he saw Vision and her together, and that pissed him off, and he left. <laughs> he said he left the team. He's an emotional wreck, is what I'm trying to say about Hawkeye. He's relatable. He's annoying sometimes, but he's relatable. <laughs> so it, I think it was when was it Wednesday show or last week? I asked about whether or not his wife was going to be in the show, and I'm not. Ooh, I mean, Bobby? I'm not seeing Linda Cardellini or whatever the heck. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, she's not uh, listed on IMDb, but they could also be keeping that hidden. Yeah, the, but here's the thing, and, and I'm, I'm kind of finding the answer to 
this guy liked the women. He liked the ladies. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, he did. That's why people were pissed when they gave him the family in uh, yeah. Age of Ultron. Well, but the family from Age of Ultron makes sense when you look at the ultimate version of Hawkeye. Oh, the yeah, The ultimate it does. version of Hawkeye had that. Dude, the ultimate version of Hawkeye is brutal. Did you, did you ever see what he did to Scarlet Witch? Or not Scarlet Witch, Black Widow? Black Widow was part of the reason why his, his, uh, his family was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes to where she was a hospital, I believe I could be butchering this, but he shoots two arrows into both of her hands and then one through the face. Oh, nice. That's, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's, and how did he join the Avengers? Dude, he joined the Avengers because he broke into where the Avengers were staying and hogtied Jarvis, uh, he hogtied Jarvis. And then they were like, they were like, what are you doing? Iron Man and Captain America. And he, he eventually they eventually give him the benefit of the doubt because he said he was inspired by them and he wanted to be a hero. Mind you, he hogtied Jarvis. And then he uh <laughs> they <laughs> then they said they said you can we can't we can't be the only ones to just say you have to kind of go through initiation, like kind of prove. And he shoots three arrows at the at the same time that shoots Jarvis's mouth rag off, the binds to his hands, and then the binds to his feet. So he breaks into this building, hog ties the servant, shoots three arrows at him, and then gets a tenured job. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, Hawkeye. The ups and downs <laughs> of Hawkeye. But the, I mean, you can see the ultimate influence on the MCU is, is really big with, um, with Hawkeye. So the fact that they're adding in the Matt Fraction stuff, and if they do any kind of flashback and add the circus back to it, because before he wasn't even, he was just an agent during the Ultimates run. And then Nick Fury Mm -hmm. recruits him to form the Ultimates. So he was one of the first S.H.I.E.L.D. agents with Nick Fury. I mean, aside from his family, we don't know about his background at all. That's not true. There was uh, a bunch of uh, tie-in comics for the original Avengers that gave him a, an origin that's very close to the origin of the ultimates. Okay. Right. They, I mean, there's still a lot of gray areas. Like we didn't, we don't have the, him being a circus kid, like all that is not there. Um, so that's the kind of stuff they can give us, but they have to merge those two. And that again, I, we've, you've heard me complain about the family for forever now. <laughs> not, not that there's an issue with the family, but it's, him being a family man is very is a departure from the Hawkeye I know who's just he's he's so the inner turmoil of Hawkeye is the best part about him because he's mm-hmm. just a guy and and you lose that when in the Avengers movies because he's just a kind of the side character right the, the humanity of Hawkeye is what made him last as long as he has and you kind of lose that and they and I feel like I feel like Joss Whedon tried by introducing the family to give him humanity, mm-hmm. but in turn removed it from him because they took all of his struggle away. His struggle was just to make sure his family was safe. That was it. You know mm. what I mean? Like, and right. that's relatable, sure, but that's not Clint. At least I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. And Clint's a great. He really is a great character. So I mean, there's a reason he was in. He came around in the early '60s, and he, we're still talking about him today. I I believe that Clint was going to be popular as long as comics were popular, where I don't know if Green Arrow could say the same thing. Ooh. I think the Arrow show kept him Ooh. popular. Ooh. Tell me I'm wrong. After after Denny O'Neill's run, when he... I think uh, Mashka was saying you're wrong. 
No, no, okay. that that's take, me. Take that's me saying you're you're cutting the you're cutting Maurer at the ankles. Well, again, take like I take, care less about Green Arrow. Whatever. <laughs> you take matter. Arrow. Take away the Arrow show. Take mm-hmm. away the Arrow show. Arrow or Green Arrow didn't play as big of a role in DC as Hawkeye has to Marvel. And hell, Hawkeye is the only character to be a part of both the Avengers and the Justice League. True. Again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again. I, Ollie might be a better archer than than Hawkeye. I'll give you that. Cuz I think there's I think they're they're Remember was it what was it that he was uh, expect what was oh, I can't think of the term. What's the term they use in DC for uh, metahumans? They believed he was a yeah. metahuman for a while. Hawkeye hasn't really ever had that. <laughs> like he's just a dude. Where for a while there was a time where where Arrow was because he had powers, which is why he was so accurate. But even then, take take the Denny O'Neill, the De- uh, the the I, I already forgot his name. <laughs> Sorry, Corbin. What was it? What's, what's <laughs> Neil Adams? Duty? Neil Adams. <laughs> Jeez. That's so disrespectful to Neil Adams. I'm sorry, Neil. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's going to pop um, up in your bathroom. He's going to see you in the bathroom and go, <laughs> you were the one talking about me. <laughs> Get it right. But yeah, I, I'll stand by that statement where I think I, Hawkeye is more important to Marvel than Green Arrow has been to DC. I can. Yeah, I can I, agree with that. I don't really have an opinion on that. I mean. <laughs> Put it this way, if, if if Green Arrow died, I don't think you were going to have fans in an uproar to bring him back where mm. Hawkeye did. And recently. <laughs> How many times without Green the, Arrow with, died? Without the movies, that's a good question. I, I, can't, I can't act like I'm a huge Green Arrow fan that I'm going to know. the. And look, Hawkeye is, without Green Arrow, there is no Hawkeye. So Hawkeye, Green Arrow has his place in comic history. I just think that at over time, Hawkeye surpassed Green Arrow. And I know that's blasphemous to a lot of people. But that's the beauty of this. Everybody can like someone else, you know? You don't have to all think the same. Well, the problem is fun. Green you know why? Green Arrow had to compete with Batman. Because what was Green Arrow besides, you know, Robin Hood Batman? Hmm. Where Hawkeye was unique in the fact that he was just a dude that just was really good with a bow and arrow. Who was in it. a circus? Mm-hmm. Because he ran away from his from his, when he from the orphanage, where oh. after his after his alcoholic dad killed his mother in a car wreck, oh. leaving him orphaned with his brother. Yeah, oh, there's a reason why. He was and he's great at acrobatics too, right? Well, he was in the circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like another guy that hangs out with Batman. Comes out of territory. Oh, he said he's. Oh, he said he's. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, I bet you. I bet you there's some truth there. I bet you that they they Robin. He is heavily influenced in Robin. Huh. Mm. I bet you there's some truth to that. He's Green Arrow meets Robin. But like Jason Todd Robin, not Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson had his, <laughs> Dick Grayson had his shit together too much. Jason Todd definitely <laughs> didn't. And that's more, that's more Clint. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, if, if you don't stop me, I'll keep going. <laughs> well, I, so, I, I just had another epiphany. So... <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the so we know uh, Fa Free, another another actor in this wonderful movie. He's playing Show. Kazi. So I'm I'm, I'm going to butcher the, the entire name. So Kazimierz Kazi Kazimierczek. Anyway, bless you. 
I know. Um, he is the clown. Assassin. Yeah, yeah, the quiet yeah. assassin. I'm, I'm sitting here going, why do I know that name? Yeah. That was the dude with the teardrop? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he's, he's a super creepy character. Right, so is is this going to be a, a flashback or is this no, going to be part of the... It'll No, it won't be a flashback. It will be Death Dealer, where you get one cool scene, then he dies, and that'll be it. <sighs> Mm. I don't know because I think this might be the like if you're if we're talking about hierarchy, so you're gonna have the uh, the guy in the the I was gonna say hotel, uh, but nah, nah, not the motel either, <laughs> but the apartment building. What the heck's his name? Doesn't matter. Ivan. Ivan. Yes. <laughs> this this will be maybe the the mercenary along with this other like fire eater guy that I I keep hearing about. So that's but right, and and if we're all, we're moving towards uh, Kingpin, right, it's gonna, right, he'll be a throwaway villain for a couple episodes, right. And I doubt this this show doesn't get a season two, because mm-hmm. Kate Bishop will move on to Young Avengers. Yeah, but what'll happen to Hawkeye? Hawkeye gives up. He's done. This is the end of Hawkeye. Well, there, there might is, be a season. It might be a season two, but it might be mind you, Kate Hawkeye. Bishop. Yeah, sure, sure. It might be a Kate Bishop show, but this is the end of of Clint Barton Clint, Hawkeye because yeah. he tried to die in Avengers. Like he was out. <laughs> that dude. <laughs> That, unless they bring that paycheck, he was like, hey, since I just was a, a cameo mm-hmm. in uh, Thor and I'm mind control for most of this movie, why don't you just kill me off? Just, <laughs> he, apparently, he did what, um, what uh, Harrison Ford did as Han Solo and just kept pretending he died. Because, you know, Han Solo, he wanted to be killed off in Star Wars. So mm-hmm. he just kept saying, wouldn't this be a great scene for me to die? <laughs> apparently, Jeremy <laughs> Renner did the same thing. As as we as I read more into this and we talk about this more, you know, my initial reaction to the trailer was this is going to be garbage. Uh, and I, but I also said this may take a turn and end up really dark. The more we're talking about this, I think this is going to be extremely dark. And this whole trailer thing was kind of just a, you know, get you thinking about one thing, and it's going to go completely sideways. Like I said, it's it Marvel and a trailer, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So. Very true. Very true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a little more excited and, oh, for it now. To be fair, it also could be the most lighthearted tone of all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will not. The, the, other, the other way to look at because again, can, the true star of this is not Clint Barton. No, this you're is right. not Clint's it's story. Just mm-hmm. very much like for at least a long time, The Walking Dead was not about Rick. It was about Carl. This mm-hmm. is very much about Kate, not Clint. So I, yeah. I agree. And because it's Kate Bishop's character who's a little bit I mean, she's still rebellious and stuff, but she's a little bit more level headed than Clint is. I although MCU Clint, they might flip them. He might be more level headed and, and Kate might be a little bit more brash. Mm-hmm. Start starting off, yeah. Because even in the trailer, she's like she never misses. So Yeah. Oh, she still has an attitude, but like she is a nice she's She's a nice counterpart to Clint because he's so emotionally damaged. <laughs> That's true because she kind of bullied her way onto the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She kind of said, "I'm on the team now." And they're like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> By the so. way, here's another thing for Hawkeye for for anybody who doubts the importance of Hawkeye for Marvel over Green Arrow for DC. When Captain America died, who did they offer the the role to? That is true. Hmm. Who is almost Captain America 2.0? It was before Bucky. Mr. Clint Barton, who turned it down. Be- and he actually, he actually wore it for one mission. My point is, he, he, he was, was almost Captain, Captain America. America. He was on he the was. Justice League. He was Captain America. Well, he also, but he turned it down, so. 
Right. He, okay. I mean, he put, we put the costume on, went out, did a Captain America thing, and said, Nick, so it, or not Nick, it, but. If j- just putting on the costume is all it takes? Because if so, if so, Jim from The Office was also Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he put the costume on. You mean he's not Mr. Fantastic? Oh, <sighs> God. All right. I want that. I don't care what you say. Like, give Boo. me John Krasinski. Give me John Krasinski as. as he won't do it because his wife won't do it, but you know. Menti, we've gone way over time. As yeah, I didn't think we were going to go this far. <laughs> so I, lo- I, I think love Haw- you Look, should do Hawkeye that. is a great character who does not Thanks. get enough respect, and you can see that there are a passionate fan base out there. So go read Matt Fraction's Hawkeye book. If nothing else, just read that one book. I don't forget the rest. Just read that one. And and don't forget, arthritic tigers will not kill you. No. <laughs> they might they might gum you to death. No, they won't, bro. Not gonna kill you, bro. <laughs> not gonna do it. You can find the show, Welcome to Fireside, everywhere online, bro. That's at Welcome to Fireside, bro. Your social media choice, bro. Bro, that's uh, Fireside Crew on Twitter, bro. Uh, Moshko Collects, bro, if you want to support. Uh, apparently, we have a Patreon, bro. Nothing up there yet, but uh, we have a Patreon, so that's a thing. If you want to support us that way, bro. Uh, bro, once again, I'm Menti. Bro. <laughs> bro, I don't know. That's it. That's bro. it. Bro. Probably. This will be funny once the show comes out. So everybody, no, it might not be. No, it, it won't be. be. That's okay. It won't be. Come back it's to okay. it. Because I laugh at everything and I'm not laughing. Shut up. You're laughing. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Uh, We're on camera now, baby Huey. They don't lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, bro. Put your hand down, bro. All right. All right. Deuces. Deuces. Peace. Peace.